Today, we are going to discuss the most important movie ever created for me, for Rachel, for this show, for everyone. Now, the movie is 36 years old, so we're going to talk a lot about it. If you haven't seen this movie, not that there are really any major spoilers, but that's on you. So, yeah, we're going to cut to cut to some spoon tunes right now we're going to come back and discuss again the greatest and most impactful important movie ever created and i promise you i say that with zero sarcasm please come back (laughs) spoon tunes welcome to their second edition of spoon tunes um, I know that we said last week that we were going to do like underground songs, mm-hmm. like lesser known songs. And the song that I'm bringing to the table today, it, when it came out, it was not an underground song. It was a big deal. It was a big deal for, you know, seven, eight years. It was a huge thing. Um, but if you know me, um, you know, I was born in the wrong generation, uh, music wise. And all of my music taste is from like before the two thousands. Yeah. And so this song that was big 30 years ago, I think I think it came out in the 90s, well, 30 years ago, it, it is not anymore. Like, it's recognizable, but it's not a song that a lot of people know. Like, you know the chorus, but you don't yeah. know anything other than that. But you don't know. It's not a song that you're regularly listening to. But this is, like, on my favorites playlist. It's on my everything playlist. It's on my road trip playlist. This is a great song to just mm-hmm. rock out to. Uh, the song that I've been teasing is 1985 by Bowling for Soup. And the chorus. See, we've heard that song. We know that song. So the reason why I wanted to bring that song up today, um, because we, um, well, we haven't actually gotten into what movie we're talking about yet, but we're talking about a movie that's from 36 years ago and reliving how, um, I mean, pop culture was different 30, 40 years ago. And in many ways, it was a lot better. Not the CGI, but it was great. So not only is the song older, but it also highlights a lot of things from the 80s, from the time that the movie was coming out. Um, Springsteen, Madonna, way before Nirvana. Um, Ozzy, game shows, um, Breakfast Club, I think is mentioned at some point in the song. Like it's it's all these these things that were, you know, top 80s and early 90s things that... Um, and as he sings about just wanting to go back, like a mom is stuck in the, in the eighties is the whole thing. And, and so her two kids in high school think that she's not cool, but she's stuck in the eighties. It's a good place to be. So I always, whenever Jesse, my mentor always tells me, he's like, it's okay to be stuck in the eighties and nineties. I'll throw out some random reference. And he's like, it's okay to have those references. Like things were better back then. Yeah, I mean, not drug wise, but yeah. 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 That was not a good time for drugs and AIDS and stuff. But, but like the style, the music, the vibes. Yeah, go back and live. In the I 80s. now that we're talking about like the eighties, I have like four movies that I'm like, okay, next time we do a new movie review, we're gonna do one of these. Movies, movies. All right. Well, until next time, this was Spoon Tunes. See you next week. Spoon Tunes.
Welcome back. If you haven't guessed already, we are talking about The Princess Bride. Very exciting. Very, very exciting. So here's here's a little little backstory for um, before I get into this. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not backstory about the movie. Um, I was sat down yesterday and I watched the movie and I made notes and I made I put, wrote down on my favorite quotes and I was like, okay, well, we need to like describe this movie to our listeners because for those who haven't seen it, obviously we want you to go watch it. But now, yes. pause, click pause, go. Yes. It's on but if Disney you Plus. haven't watched it, or even if you have, I wanted to like give a nice little plot, a nice little summary so that you know what happens in the movies. Um, and so I sat down and I started writing this. Um, and I had to stop because I had some stuff that I needed to do and I came back and I continued writing and I went, oh my God, because I looked and I had wrote almost a thousand words. Um, this is like, it takes up like a page and a half. Like this is a page and a half, basically thesis of like, it's an AP Lang essay about the princess bride. What if I just copy and paste this in my AP? This is, I'm going to write this word for word. Write for it on your exam. arm and just translate it to the... Yeah, but we're going to... Me and Camden, I split this in half. We're going to go through the movie and then we're going to talk about it. Um, so I'm going to apologize. You're going to hear my voice for a few minutes here while I <laughs> read through this. And we can take pauses too if we're like, oh, there's, there's a good, good thing here to discuss. So okay. let's get into it. The Princess Bride is a classic movie that cannot be defined in one category. Mm, there is hook sentence. Yes. There is romance, comedy, action, death, and drama. The movie follows the complicated love story of Princess Buttercup and Wesley, an unlikely duo that fell in love more than five years ago. Wesley is captured and killed by the Dread Pirate Roberts, and Buttercup is devastated. She is then forced to marry Prince Humberdink and eventually become his queen. But... Before that can happen, Princess Buttercup is captured by an entertaining trio. Mm. Vizzini, the mm. leader, a self-proclaimed genius, and a proud Sicilian to the end. Never go against a Sicilian when death is on the line. Every time I look at his name, I forget how to say it. <laughs> Anigo, Anigo, Anigo. A swordsman determined to avenge his father who was killed by a man with six fingers years ago. The six fingers. And Fezzik, a kind-hearted yet air-headed giant. <laughs> the trio was hired to kidnap the princess and blame it on Gilder, the sworn enemy of Florin, to start a war between the two kingdoms. The trio and Buttercup sail to the Cliffs of Insanity. Along the way, they learn that they are being followed by the Man in Black, later to be revealed as Dread Pirate Roberts. Anigo hangs back to fight the Man in Black in a sword fight, inevitably losing, though the Man in Black knocks him out instead of killing him. He advances to where he meets Fezzik. Oh, wait. Okay, pause. That fencing pause. scene when he's going and then he's like, little did you know, I'm not left-handed. And, he and then he switches. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm also left-handed. Like the yeah. other guy switches too. I was like, mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. And like the whole little, like, there's a little gymnastics part where they do like. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, Good listen, court. You Good have court to watch out. the movie to know Good what we're court. talking about. Yep. Do a flips on rocks. Yep. All right. Where he meets Fezzik, a literal giant whom he fights in a hand-to-hand battle. The man in black manages to choke out Fezzik, knocking him out and allowing him to dream of large women. 
The man in black continues on to meet Vizzini, challenging him to a battle of wits, mm. poisoning a glass of wine and allowing Vizzini to guess which he wants to drink. Unfortunately, the joke is on Vizzini because both of the glasses were poisoned and the man in black has spent years building up a tolerance to Iacane. After saving Buttercup from the kidnappers, she and the man in black get into a heated argument about her love life. This causes Buttercup to push the man down the hill, and on the way down, the man yells, As you wish! Revealing that he is Wesley. <gasps> what? You're all like, oh my gosh, I never saw that coming. Seriously. The phrase was what Wesley used to say to Buttercup whenever she asked for anything. Wesley and Buttercup, after their reunion and vowed devotion to each other, are still not free from Humperdinck. They must travel through the fire swamp. A dangerous forest with three terrors. This is the part that lost Abby. <laughs> <laughs> the random fire spurts, lightning sand, and ruse, rodents of unusual size. After fighting their way through the forest, thinking they are safe, they run into Humperdinck, who attempts to convince Wesley to surrender. Buttercup makes Humperdinck promise not to hurt Wesley in return for coming with him. She and he agrees. Hmm. That in that forest there, when they're the, the rodents of unusual size, I mean they're like the most animatronic things ever. You can see the plastic like cracking as they walk through. And I remember Sometimes it looks like it's like a human in it, uh, it, it honestly probably was. It was like The CGI some, is so little, bad. I was yeah, watching yesterday, I was terrible. like, Oh, this is so bad, but it's it's so good. It's, it's I mean it's it nineteen eighty six, eighty seven, like it's what it's, do you expect? Of course it's bad. It's not going to be Marvel-level kind of CGI. This was a low... This movie took 10 bucks to make. Listen. It's a low-budget... If y'all people love but, Star Wars, you can yes. get over it oh my and gosh. watch The Princess Bride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Star Wars had a dude in a monkey suit the whole time. Like, <laughs> it's all good. But, yeah. I mean, the As You Wish thing... I remember watching that for the first time. I'm like, oh, that's sweet. I need to use that. And I, I tell Rachel all the time, like, I need to use As You Wish more often in appropriate situations but it's a good line and if someone it gets is, it they like, get it at the end and the, when the grandfather is like as you wish is like signifying when he says i love you i'm like oh my it god wraps it all together yes. wraps it all together so yeah i mean he yells oh like so what like she pushes him down the hill yeah. as he's you rolling wish. down the hill and then she's like oh shoot and then she's like i'm gonna roll too and yeah. she and she starts rolling this is like this isn't like a small hill like this is like no, this is a, a long hill. massive hill with lots yes. of rocks. Yeah. I'm surprised they, and they did not bump, die. Bump, 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 all the way down. This isn't you know little playground hill. Nope. That you get with your friends and Idiots. just start rolling. But you know anything for love, right? And then they fought rats together. Yeah. Bonded for life. Yeah. He dove into lightning sand to save her. He did dive into lightning sand. Put her dress out when it was on fire. He pulls her, you know, he's pulling her away from the, the, this fire thing because he knows where the fire places are. Because he's smart. Dread Pirate Roberts. Dread Pirate Roberts. He's been everywhere. He can fence with both hands. He's got the the thing with Iac the what was it called? The drug Iacane? Iacane, yeah. Iacane, yeah. That scene when um uh, the Sicilian Fezig mm -hmm. is like No, it's Fazzini. Fazzini, that's right. Sorry, I'm mixing in. When Fazzini is Vizzini. like Vizzini. 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 V-I-Z-Z-I-N-I. Vizzini. Vizzini. <laughs> Vazini. <laughs> um, when he's like going back and forth, like it's this one, but then it's this one, but then you would reverse psychology and it's this one. It's, and then he starts talking about Australia. <laughs> it's, it's it's cheaty from the good place. Yeah. Whenever he's got to make it, I have a stomach ache, and he just makes he's got to make like, and he can't make the decision, and then he dies. <laughs> yeah. so he's funny. like, 
he, it's funny because he switches the glasses and he's like giggling and he's like ah. and Wesley's like you what are for you? the oldest trick in the book and yeah. he's like yeah. and then he's like oh but I know something you don't and then he's like ah, <laughs> and just falls off the rock <laughs> so good it's so good i remember i so i watched that movie and abby and i watched the movie a, couple, about a year and a half ago and then a couple weeks later she texts me she's like Cameron, that guy is in um big bang theory or young sheldon or something she's like i can't look at him the same and i'm like i'm so sorry but he's fantastic so oh man i love this movie this is like my feel good for a while this was i haven't i have honestly haven't watched it in a little bit but this was my feel-good movie. Like, I, think, I went through it all Honestly, the time. before I watched it yesterday, the last time I watched it was, like, when we started the podcast. So I was like, if we're going to call it Inconceivable, it I kind of have to I think that might have been when I watched it then, too. But, yeah, to get a little refresher. But, yeah, and it's so iconic, too. Like, I remember this one time I was at my friend's birthday party. We were just in, in their garage and watching a movie, and I had, like, one picture on my Instagram story and it was, it was with them doing some, something stupid. It was on close friends yeah. and the TV is in the most random scene ever. And I got three people were shot princess bride, princess bride. Like they just, you just know, it's like a you cult just following. know it is a cult classic movie. Listen, yeah. we would love for you guys to join our cult with us. Yeah. And this it's isn't a like a, cult. this isn't like a Monty Python cult. Like it's got Monty Python, Holy Grail vibes to it, but it's not, that's another level of stupid yes. that, those movies have no points. This yeah. movie has a this point. This is like, it's like, obviously, it's a good mix of yeah. action and romance. Like, it's there's something for everybody in this movie. Yeah, that's great. So, let's finish the summary. Rachel, good writing. Like, this is, this is This is solid. This is all Rachel. I know this sounds like, you know, Chad GPT wrote this for us, but this, this is all Rachel. Nope, this is me. Yeah. All right, so recap. Buttercup makes Humperdinck promise to not hurt Wesley in return for her coming with him, and he agrees. Dun, dun, dun. But, comma, Humperdinck is a liar. He makes his men bring Wesley to the pit of despair, where he is tortured. Humperdinck also reveals to Count Rugen, Rugen. Rugen that he was the one who organized the kidnapping in an attempt to start a war with Gilder. <gasps> wow. But when that didn't work, he crafted a plan to kill Buttercup on their wedding night instead. <laughs> I have a different view of how my wedding night's going to go. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that and move on. <laughs> With 10 days until the wedding, Buttercup is holding out hope that Wesley will come save her. She gave letters to Humberdink to send to Wesley through his fastest ships. <laughs> on the day of the wedding, Fezig finds a drunk Inigo in the woods. Inigo, that's what I said. Inigo in the woods and convinces him to get sober. Good. Get sober, guys. And find the man in black to avenge his father. Little do they know that an outraged Humperdinck tortured Wesley until he was on the brink of death in an attempt to stop him from ruining his wedding. Fezzik and Inigo hear the cries from Wesley and venture into the forest to find him. Inigo uses his sword and calls upon his dead father to guide him in finding Wesley. Everyone say it with me. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. They haul and almost... Yes, no, I, no, I missed a line. Inigo uses his sword and calls upon his dead father to guide him in finding Wesley. His sword points him to a hidden door in a tree leading down to the pit of despair. They haul an, almo an almost dead Wesley to Miracle Max's house, where he makes a fuss but creates a pill to wake Wesley. Have fun storming the castle. 
Once Wesley wakes, they create a plan to storm the castle, save Buttercup, and kill the man who murdered Inigo's father. At this point in time, Wesley can barely walk, but he makes his way to Buttercup's room to wait for her and deliver the best line in the movie. In the meantime, Inigo chases after Count Rugen, the man with six fingers, in an attempt to kill him. But before they fight, Rugen throws a knife into Inigo's stomach and slashes him with a sword. Inigo is not giving up. He still manages to get up and fight Rugen while repeating, My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Inigo kills Rugen and successfully avenges his father. Yay! In Buttercup's room, she is overjoyed when she sees Wesley. Rachel will talk about this scene later. Until Humperdinck finds his way in, where he and Wesley get into a pre-fight debate on how they're going to hurt each other. That's one of the funniest scenes. Wesley finds the strength to stand and puts his sword to Humperdinck's neck, forcing him to surrender. Buttercup ties him up as Inigo shows up. Outside the window, they hear Fezzik yelling for them. He found horses they can all ride out on. One by one, they jump out the window, get on the horses, and leave the horrible kingdom. Buttercup and Wesley get to live happily ever after together. The end. Yay! Now, this is not uh, an alternative to watching the movie. No. You still need to watch the movie because the way that we deliver lines, obviously, we've seen this movie a million trillion times, but you have to listen to the characters deliver the lines. Yeah. It's one of those movies that you'll, there's like iconic lines that you didn't know were from The Princess Bride Mm -hmm. that you've watched the movie you're like oh that's where that started i literally okay so i used to volunteer in girl scouts there's this event called powder puff derby which anyone who did boy scouts it's the pine car derby basically the same thing you take this wooden car and you make it a design based on what the theme is nice um and so one year there was a hill with a lego princess on top of it and it just written on it was as you wish like in my dad no idea. yeah i had no idea i was like six or seven yeah my dad saw it immediately started laughing and i was like what are you even talking about he was like this is the princess bride rachel and i was like again what are you even talking about and he sat down that night and made me watch it for the first time and i was like this is the stupidest movie ever but then here we are 10 years later and i'm like oh my god i have a podcast based on it i know people will be like if they find the podcast, like they're new to it, and they're like, "Is this a Princess Bride reference?" I'm like, "Yes." Absolutely. I don't just go around saying "inconceivable." This is. I should honestly, I do now. Conceivable. More. Yeah. That we have this podcast. I probably like, use it in text more. I don't think about using it when I'm oh, like yeah. talking, but in text. I said it in real life the other day to my dad, and he started busting out laughing. I was like, Good. "It's really inconceivable that you would even think about doing that," and he was like, "Did you just say that?" <laughs> Yeah. I don't think you know it. it. You keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it yeah. means. So I have I have a bunch of notes that I made. Not I mean, kind of a bunch, but not really. There's a test afterwards for everybody. My <laughs> little choice quiz. You've got this. And then obviously quotes. We've gone over a lot of them, um, but there's just there's, there's so many that are near and yeah. dear to my heart that we really just have to go over them again. I feel like an English teacher. English teacher. <laughs> The door is blue. Well, let's break down why the door is blue. Why did the author feel as though the door should be blue? What is this representing within the character's emotions? It's, it's, the, it's the element of sadness. And and, uh, and then the author's like, no, the door is the, just blue. Yeah. It's his favorite color. I like blue. Yep. So, anyways. Okay. Notes. My first note. What kind of name is Buttercup? <laughs> yeah. Whenever I see like these fiction movies with the most outlandish names, yeah. I'm like, who came up with these? I wouldn't even name my dog that name. Yeah, 
Who was sitting in the writer's room and like, Buttercup, Wesley, Fezzig, Vizzini, like, yeah, Vizzini. I get Humperdink. Humperdink. Yeah, like, I get... That's a good villain name, though. I will say it, that. It ended up being a good name. Yeah, like, I get, like, if there's, like, a more realish TV show and someone's going to name it after an old grandpa, after an old friend, whatever, like, I get those names, but there's no one named, like, you know, Steve Franks in this, yeah. like, this. these are more yeah. crazy names. So, yeah, Buttercup, Princess Buttercup. Mm-hmm. And I love, this is the next one. I love the part in the eel-infested waters when they find out they're being followed and Vizzini is like, stop looking behind us. But out of curiosity, why do you ask? And Inigo says, no reason. Suddenly I look behind us and someone is someone there. Someone is there. Yep. And, it's... and then, because he's just like, he keeps looking back and Vizzini's like, stop looking behind us. He's like, are you sure nobody's following us? And he's like, no, that would be inconceivable. And then he's like, he's like just but, in case. why do you ask? And he's like, well, suddenly I look behind us and someone is there. And then he just keeps getting closer. Yeah. Dude, Wesley Wesley could Wesley could sail a boat real good. Real good. He could do a lot of things real good. Next. Rachel says, I love Inigo and him being all nice to Wesley before he duels. Yeah, they have a very gentlemanly interaction. And, like, they're trying to kill they're each other. They're so civil. But they're also like, this is a gentleman's game. And He's like... Can you hurry up? And he's like, well, this is a lot harder than Doesn't he help him up on the ledge? Yeah, he, right? yeah, yeah, he passes him down a rope so that I'll get yeah. faster. And then they sit and they talk so that Wesley can catch his breath before they yeah. duel. Yeah, and then Nico's like, I guess we should fight. And <laughs> He's like, well, you've been more than fair. And now let's fight to the death. Oh, yeah. The little gymnastics trick in the middle of the duel. <laughs> She's got a heart <laughs> next to it, too. <laughs> it's so cute. Yeah. And then... Wesley knocks him out and he goes, please understand. I hold you in the, in the highest, highest respect. respect. <laughs> Wesley's such a, he's yeah. just a good dude. Yeah. And Wesley I love when Humperdinck comes after this and he's like, there was a great duel that happened on this land. It's like the winner went this way and the loser went home or like something <laughs> like that. And it's just like, I'm like, how do you even know that? Like looking at footprints in the yeah, sand. The loser went home and just off the cliffs of insanity. Yeah. Vizzini's whole character and this and his stupidity that he thinks is smart. His tangent of the battle of wits. Yeah. He's so stupid, but it's, he thinks, he thinks he's, he's got so it all smart. together. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's, he thinks he's outsmarting everyone that he's like thinking on another playing field than anyone else when he's really, well, he is, but he's just under everyone. I like literally, I wrote that down and my dad had walked in the room and was watching it like over my shoulder. And he was like, I, I, it's so funny. He thinks he's so smart, but he's really so stupid. And I'm like, look at what I just wrote down. Yeah. 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 Okay, there's another thing that we really need to talk about. Okay. How bad Wesley's mustache is. It is like pedo mustaches. And there's a blonde too, which doesn't help. It doesn't help. If you have a blonde blonde facial hair, get rid of it and wait till it's darker. Seriously. Well, it's like, because it it looks like somebody like rubs dirt on his face. (laughs) Yeah. A high school boy core. We got that, and then you got like the ponytail that's like three inches long in the back <laughs> it's yes. like they were like well you have too much hair to just let it go but we want a ponytail but we need to start filming this movie right now so let's yeah. just make it yeah just oh they make his ponytail is the same shape as his mustache <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 so yeah if you're looking at wesley you're like i want to be like him great he's a good person to be like just don't do the ponytail do the mustache if you're if you want that hairstyle look at cameron's head 
It's close. Except yeah. without the ponytail. Close. Yeah. Ended. Would you rather, Rachel, would you rather have a guy who has the ponytail or who has the mustache with no ponytail or the ponytail with no mustache? Ponytail. Ponytail with no mustache. Yeah. Yeah. I'd get with that too. I mean, I also like a little bit of me is biased because Aiden wears a ponytail sometimes, but also like I cannot, I cannot deal with the mustaches. Like I see them. I immediately start like, uh, disgusting. No, yeah. I can't. I mean, I can't when, when, when we started taking off masks last year, that was like all the memes on social media were like, all these people need to start shaving again. Yes. And I was like, oh yeah, that's true. I'm going to do it. So yeah um the point we've discussed when buttercup throws herself down the hill she realizes who wesley is that's a good just bringing back the relationship and i'm gonna throw myself down the hill and get all dirty like she's a princess she's about to get married but she's gonna get super muddy and gross and just roll down this i love her outfit in the scene like the red dress yeah i literally have i don't know where it went but i bought the um like sewing pattern for the dress so that I can make it at some point. I need to go get fabric and I also not very good at sewing, (laughs) but one day I will have that dress in my possession because I'm going to make it. That'd be pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, the way that he looks at her. It's the way. Yeah. At at all times. Yes. It's just love, love. Yeah. Hold on. I think I have a picture of what I'm exactly I'm talking about because I saw it. And I was when like, an actor looks at another, like, he has to have feelings towards her a little bit. Like, like, oh my like I know there's a little, like, there's acting, but then there's, like, you can't, like, that's real. You can't fake that kind yeah. of emotion towards somebody. Or like, even, like, look at his face. This is at the very beginning of the movie. This is a little smolder like, with the half of his hair covering his yeah. eye. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, oh, my God. Okay. Um. Oh, this one. Wesley's head moving after he came back from the dead. Because oh, he, he can't keep it up. Ugh. So it's just like leaning Ugh. and then like yeah. you just see Fezzik just like moving his head yeah. like back and forth. Yep, that's funny. <sighs> and he can talk too and he's like, ah, and then he's just like, please move my head. And then, if they yeah. like shove the pill down his throat and then it's like, how long do you think it'll take? And he goes, <gasps> and you're like, oh, there it doesn't work. Yep. Doesn't he give him like chocolate or something to yeah. eat? Yeah, chocolate makes it go down chocolate. easier. Yeah, I love Miracle Max's wife. She's so funny. She goes, "Liar, liar!" He said true love. She's like a mom from Brooklyn. Yes, she really is. Um, Anigo literally bleeding out from multiple wounds, but still repeating his little verse. Yeah, I mean the dude is beyond repair, mm-hmm. and he is gushing. He still lives, though. And That's still, my thing. Like, yeah. he had a knife to the stomach, and slashes slash. down both arms, like, slashes on his face. That. No, yeah. like, actively bleeding out, stumbling all over the place. Yeah, he still jumps out of a window, rides a horse, and goes away. You can tell this is a fictional movie. Fiction movie. Yeah. <sighs> Scream is becoming more and more like that, too. The Scream movies. Like, five and six had a couple people where, like, Scream has a rule. Like, if, they're, if you don't see the dead body, they're not dead, but... They got stabbed like 47 times in the heart, in the face. And I'm like, you're dead. But then they come back and they're fine two minutes later. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, they're still great movies though. But yeah. The deadly look on Wesley's face when he finally stands towards the end of the movie to kill Humperdinck. Like he stands up. It is pure vengeance in his eyes. Be like, why are you taking my lady away from me? Why are you trying to kill me? You literally tortured me. Took 50 years off my life through suction cups. 
Like, it, I just saw it and I was like, oh my God. That is every dude's dream. Every dude... To be tortured with no, suction cups. No, 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 no. To not be tortured with <laughs> suction cups. I don't Sorry, it was right desire there. to be tortured with suction cups. But to go on a quest to save their girl and just look this dude in the eye with the most just brutal hatred and get to... Mm, like, that is... That's why little boys run around with swords. Yeah. They want to they wanna protect the castle. They want to storm the castle. Like, that is every dude's dream to just be like... That's mine. Like that, not in a possessive, like it's mine, but like, that's my girl. And I'm going to go, like, (laughs) I'm going after her and I'm going to get this dude. So unfortunately, I don't know how to. As much as I would like love to be the princess in it, I also want to go on a coach like that. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to be the princess too. Hey, we can, we can switch roles, right? (laughs) Switch roles. Okay. Quotes. Quotes, quotes. 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 Okay. Obviously. As you wish. As you wish. Means I love you. It does. Yeah. Obviously. Um, the little boy, so there, so I didn't even put this in here. There is, so the story is based off of a book. It is an actual book. Um, and there's a little kid that's sick and his grandfather comes over to read him this book. Um, and it like, he starts out and he's like, oh, like, this is like this big action book. And then it opens with Buttercup and Wesley and like their little love story and they kiss and the little boy goes, are you trying to trick me? Is this a kissing book? And the grandfather's like, oh, no, 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 no. no, no, no and then, like, in the end, the, like, Wesley and Buttercup, like, get together and it's, like, a happily ever after. And, like, before they kiss, the grandfather closes the book and the little boy's like, why'd you stop reading? And he's like, well, you don't like the kissing parts. And he's like, well, I don't, I don't well, mind it well, so uh, much. Yeah, because <laughs> now he's in the story. And then, then so he opens it back up and he's like, there have only been three kisses that have like yeah. change the world whatever and yes. yeah. yeah yeah that's good that kid is that but then the little pretty. boy is like do you think that maybe you can come back and read it again to me tomorrow and, I'm like, oh my God. and the old man says as you wish and then the, the movie ends <laughs> it's a good ending it's a good ending. it's such a good ending yeah um inconceivable yeah i mean that's, that's yeah. pretty self-explanatory. That's what we have based this whole, not based the whole podcast off of, but. Yeah. That'd be cool if it was, but no, we don't have enough content for no. that. <laughs> um, and then, an ego going, you keep using that word. I do not I think, think it, it means, means what, what you think, think, it, think means. it means. Yeah. I mean, Vizzini overuses that. I mean, every sentence yeah. he's trying to throw that in, in some way. Mm-hmm. And like, he's correct, but it's a long word. It's a lot of letters to say. It's a lot of letters to type. Every time yeah, I type every, it in, I'm I have like, to get autocorrect to do it. I just start, and then my phone is like, "Yes, it's that." And it's whenever I like put it in to log into our website, I'm like, "Uh," because the like email autocorrects puts it in there. Yeah. But then I have to retype in the email, and I'm like, "I before E, except after C, and there's not an A there." <laughs> Takes me like four tries every, every yeah. single Monday yeah. when I do it. Four tries. Oh my goodness! Well. The effort is appreciated. And then... Um, you seem like a decent fellow. I hate to kill you. He's like, you seem like a decent fellow. He said, you seem... I hate to die. <laughs> Wesley Again, and Inigo. gentlemanly conduct yes. there. They're so cute. so cute. Is this when... And then this is when um, Wesley puts the giant in a headlock. Yeah, Fezzik. Fezzik, yeah. I do not envy the headache you will have when you wake. In the meantime, rest well and dream of large women. And then when Wesley gets to Vizzini... 
Vizzini goes, you're trying to kidnap what I've rightfully stolen. (laughs) Again, it's Vizzini thinking he's some ultra intellectual. And we're like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, I I wish that he would have stayed through the movie. But also I know that his part would have just. It would have been too much. It would have been way too much. Way too much. Like, there wouldn't. Like, the four at the end is perfect. Yeah. He would have just... He he had nothing to continue yeah, on. Yeah, he couldn't be silent the rest of the movie. They, yeah. he, he'd have to keep saying inconceivable and keep... And it would just... It would get too annoying. Because, like, all of them had a purpose. Yeah. At the end. Like, Anigo was going to avenge his father. His father. Um, Buttercup was trying not to get married. Yeah. Wesley was trying to save his true love. Fezzik was there to help them storm into the castle and then escape from it. Like... He was the muscle. Vizzini just had nothing going for him. Yeah. He's the short little yeah. bald man. But he was great for 20 minutes. Yeah. It was a great 20 minutes. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. And then um, Humperdinck goes, what is that worth? The promise of a woman. <laughs> Actually, so, no, no. It's Wesley that says it. What is that worth? The promise. And I'm like, I literally, I watched is it he, and I was like, Camden would to... laugh at this. <laughs> the promise of a woman. I mean, not that women don't change their minds, she's but like, they do. I because pro- oh yeah, they're like fighting because she's trying to get him to let her go, yeah. and she's like, "I promise, like I'll give you anything." And he's like, "What is that worth? The promise, promise of a woman?" woman. I'm like, "Okay, dude." Husband, hey, it's still the '80s, so well, yeah. <laughs> they could say that stuff. <laughs> um, life is pain. Is that Wesley again? Yes. Yeah, life is he, pain. He, he calls her highness. Highness. And I, I don't love it. Like it, it's like. I don't it's know. like I don't you just, want him. Like to, you highness. want him to use a term of endearment, yeah. but then not that one. Highness is not a term of endearment. No. Um, but it's then she's also like that's her title, like her. But it feels I weird feel for like him to call her. He's trying not to give it away that he's Wesley. Yeah. This is before she knows. So he's trying. He's like really, really mean to her. Yeah. Before she. So knows. he's trying to show her the respect that she, yeah. anyone would. But he's still like wants to like you're still like just tell her you know like just just tell her because we don't know like you you don't know but you do know like you you can see him and be like okay that's wesley but like they refer to him as the man in black until they roll down the hill and he goes as you wish and he's like oh my god it's wesley yeah yeah Yeah. that's the next one which we have discussed that scene yeah um Death death cannot stop true love only delay it for a while they're literally laying like on top of each other after they have rolled down from the hill and they had like just kissed and he's like why didn't you wait for me and she's like well i thought you were dead and he was like death does not what is it does not stop true does love. not stop true only love only delay it for, for a while. while and i'm like oh see this is a philosophical this this man is a romantic yeah. he is yeah. yeah and then when they're going into the forest she goes we'll never survive nonsense. and he says nonsense you're just saying that because, because nobody, nobody has, has. <laughs> such a boy (laughs) that is what any guy would ever say yeah so that's good um please consider me as an alternative to suicide that's what humperdinck tells she's like (laughs) that's right because she's ready to to, to offer she's like if i do not hear from wesley you like i will be committing suicide like the day of or the day after our wedding and he's like will you please consider me as an alternative to suicide as if he's not gonna kill her like They don't teach that in those acknowledged care tale classes in high school. <laughs> Please consider me as an alternative. Um, oh, this is a Humperdinck quote. I've got my country's 500th anniversary to plan, a wedding to plan, a wife to murder, and Gilder to frame for it. I'm swept. Just puts wife to murder casually in the middle of that? Yeah, because like, the Count Rugen was like, oh, do you want to watch me torture him? 
And Humperdinck is like, as much as I would love to watch you torture him, I have all of this stuff going on. Mm. And I'm like, bro. Busy life, you know? Yeah. And then, oh. Uh, Let's see your line. Yeah. Um, Miracle Max's wife. She goes, I'm not a witch. I'm your wife. As she's acting like a witch. Because, yes. <laughs> like, when they're trying to revive Wesley, he, like, puts air in him because he's almost dead. So mm-hmm. he can still, like, and he pushes down on his stomach and he goes, true love. And, like, Miracle Max doesn't want it to be true love. So he keeps yeah. saying random stuff. And his wife just runs out. She goes, Liar! And he's like, witch, witch. She goes, I'm not a witch. I'm your wife. Those I get old, very, I old get married very... couples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is your line. Marriage. Marriage is what brings us together today. Poor Whoever officiates my wedding, <laughs> please. Or Keegan, if you're going to be up there and give a, a speech like, you're gonna give the best man. So, I mean, you gotta, you gotta incorporate this somehow. That is, it's too good. I love scrolling through reels, and 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 there's someone who does it, and everyone just loses it. And the wife is usually like, "Oh, come on!" And yeah. the husband is like, "This is amazing." But I would love for that to happen in my knowledge. Okay, yeah, obviously an ego's quote. Um, and then she goes, Buttercup goes. She's talking to this old man, and she goes, I'm killing myself once we've reached the honeymoon suite. And he says, won't that be nice? And then he, like, toasts her, because she kisses him on the cheek. Um, And so he goes up to his wife, and he's like, she kissed me. She kissed me. Like, whatever girl kissed me. And I'm like, are we just breezing past the fact that she just said she was going to commit suicide? No, because the dude got kissed. That's the more important thing. (laughs) Dude got kissed by an attractive young girl. I think it was, like. all over that. I don't even, because it, it. He, they were standing where, like, her parents would stand. But it obviously isn't her parents. And, like, Humberdine's dad is dead. So it's, mm-hmm. I don't know who it is. Some it's royal weird people. dynamic of the marriage. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, Wesley goes, there's a shortage of perfect breasts in the world. It'd be a pity to damage yours. It's such a good moment, too. Like, <laughs> like so, so Leslie's laying in the bed. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, half dead yeah. and whatever. And then she comes into the room. She doesn't see him. And she's like she, got the knife, and she's like holds it in such a weird way though. But she, like, she's pushes. It's like going down. Yeah, into she's her about boots. to just. Yep, yep. And she's about to just. Mm, and he says, "There's a shortage of perfect breasts in this world. Be yeah. a pity to damage yours." And she's like, "Oh, Wesley." And then he's obviously half dead, and she doesn't realize that. She's like, "Why are you not holding me, Wesley?" And he goes gently. Gently. And she just like drops his head, and he's like, yeah. "Oh, gently." <laughs> Because they all have, like, vaguely British accents. Yeah. Like, they're not really British, but they also... It's all, like, Victorian proper accents. Because, like, when she she goes, Wesley, but she's not British. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Definitely not. And then, as the movie ended, maybe you can come over and read it to me again tomorrow. As As you you wish. Ah. This is such a good movie. 36 minutes. So, I mean, if this hasn't hyped you up to just throw your phone down and go watch this movie right now, I don't know what else we can do at this moment. Listen, nobody's doing anything for school. No. You got time. Turn on a VPN. Yeah. It's on Disney Plus. Again, great. I will, if you want to watch it, I will invite you over to my house and we will watch it. 
princess bride viewing party. And the inconceivable. We can have like some kind of like our if we get to like one year, we have like a inconceivable anniversary celebration. Yes. We just get a bunch of people together, get like a outside movie projector, oh, yes. and watch the Princess Bride. I think we should have a bouncy house too. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> I mean, why not? <laughs> With our three dollars and sixty-five cents. Hey, more. This is gonna. This episode is gonna pop off. All right, <laughs> Carrie Ellis is gonna yeah. listen to this episode. I'm going to tag him. I'll tag him. Oh, I have to. Yeah. <laughs> Solid. All right. I'm sure his intern will really appreciate that. <laughs> like, well, was this the episode y'all wanted? Maybe not, but it's what you got. So it's what I wanted. It, yeah. We've been wanting to do a movie review. We're like, let's do this one. So, you know, as you wish. Um, yep. All the good lines. All of them. They're all good. Every single line is good. I cannot name a bad one. Once you watch it a few times, you can start, like, saying the movie. Yeah, because it's all, like, iconic quote after iconic quote. And then there's, like, a few filler words in between. So you watch it, and you're like, okay, this... Because it's, like, only an hour and a half. Like, it's a really short movie. And so you start watching it, and then you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm almost to the end. It goes by so quickly. Like a long TV episode. Yeah. Because you... Yeah, it's really just you watch it, and then you're like, oh, it's over? It's over. Once you get to the ruse, you know you're halfway. There you go. Yep. All right. Well, what an episode this has been. Sorry we didn't get too deep, but, you know, this was fun. And we stayed on topic. Like, we had a topic. Yeah. Princess Brown. Stayed One on. and only time we will ever stay on topic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All um, right. Well, I'm Rachel. And I'm Cam. This was, was Inconceivable. Finding you, it's inconceivable.